You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. To sum it up, make sure you have a life separate from your spouse but and your family. Too much but of not a life. <laughs> You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. All right. What's happening? Look at us. We look, in this screen, we look very pinky, pinky Tescadero. What do you mean? Well, you look like you're wearing pink. You're not. It's orange. And I'm wearing, oh, I am wearing pink. It's like a nice light peach. Yeah. Anyways. Um, peach cobbler. <laughs> Would you like a peach cobbler? We, you are, know what we haven't done in a while is I love I you love and you you're annoying. And you're annoying. Yeah. You got one, don't you? I do have one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's actually not new. <laughs> hey. Hey, if babe. it's laundry. It is. No, 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 no. I'm not, we're not having this conversation. We are having this no, conversation. We're, Brent, because we're it makes you look so bad. No, because people get it. Like. I'm not good at laundry. I haven't been good at laundry for three and a half years. It's actually not the laundry. It's, it's me. I don't know how to navigate asking you to do something politely and asking for assistance. And then the response is like, no problem. And then it doesn't get done. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, can I get some help? And I snap. And then you're like, why are you talking to me like a child? And I'm like, I don't know how, like, I don't know where the communication is. Like, where's the happy medium where I'm like, I'm get someone else to do it. Serious to do your laundry. Get someone else to do it. No. That's the happy medium. We've no, been having not. this conversation for three and a half years. It's not changing. I don't disrespect you. I don't. <laughs> I, I. I. I'm not rude to you. I didn't I'm say not you mean were. to you. This is just something that is not top of mind, and it, and apparently it will never be top of mind for me. Okay, fine. Then don't. Maybe when I retire. Hold on. Then don't say yes. We talk about condi- conditions of satisfaction fine, all the no. time. I'm, and I say, can you please do this today? No. And you say, yes, no problem. So that's where the you're right, you're right. communication falls flat. 
You're here. You heard it here. Whatever. What day is this? What day will this podcast launch? The first of eight, uh, of August. Uh-huh. First of August. You heard it here first on the first of August, two thousand and twenty-three. No, I won't do the laundry today. If I do the laundry, you know, when. But we don't have to have this conversation again. I suck at it. I get it. I suck at it. It's not top of mind. It's not a priority for me. There are a million things that I'm juggling. Laundry is clearly not one of them. I walk right past it. Yeah. Is that uh, good? We're great. It doesn't doesn't look like I'm that. not happy, but I guess I just doesn't matter. No, it matters. Let's just get someone to do it because I'm, no, not, I'm, I'm not, not going to do I'm it. I'm not getting someone to do your laundry. Like you can do it on the weekends. That's when I do mine and the kids. So we'll figure that out at a different date, I guess. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> so we watched a TV show, documentary, movie. What is it? It's a movie. It was. The Deepest Breath. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. What? What an engaging documentary. They did such an incredible job of building in tension, but you didn't know where the tension was going to go, but you knew it was going somewhere. I'm like torn between Don't whether I want to say spoiler alert. Don't. No. Okay, I won't. No. Um, and then I just tell everyone. Yeah, so we'll just give you the premise. So it is a documentary style movie. Um, that has, I think at the beginning it said it's like 90%, um, actual footage. So like interviews with the divers, the friends of the divers, the community, and then there are, um, a couple scenes that are reenactments just, um, at the end, but most of it is live footage. And so it follows, um, two people, uh, and their interest in like deep diving, free diving. So like not scuba diving, just one breath, like deep dives. And it's um it's a sport. I didn't know that it was a sport, but it is a sport. A very dangerous sport. Oh my god! So um they do fall. So this girl, man, I mean, I, I should have looked her up. I forget the her whole name. the whole idea here is there is a there is a woman who is challenging to be the greatest deep dive er in the history of deep diving for yes. women. But she goes. Um, She's dedicated. She has she's motivated. Such natural talent. And then they they don't let her compete because she's too young. So then she literally trains her butt off for four years. And once she's of legal age, she like just kills the game. Dominates it. Dominates it. But it is like, man, I, I have like I'm claustrophobic. So there's a movie out that's called uh, it's about caves. Man, I hate it so much. It's the word. Oh, The Descent. That's oh, one of my yeah, yeah, with it's a big hole. literally one of the scariest movies because and there's like creepy things in that movie, but it's more just like the confinement of the caves that like gave me so much heart. <gasps> anyway, I felt the same during this movie because it's weird. It's not like you're claustrophobic because the ocean is so expansive, but it's like that feeling of seeing somebody go so deep and like we're talking 100 oh, meters deep, over 300 feet deep. So there's this there's one point no light where they say, yeah, like it's it's literally where that fish that has the friggin flashlight on its head. That's how deep they go because light can't reach it. It's not that deep, but it, no, is, it is. It is. It is. It is very, light doesn't very reach deep. The, the depths of it anyways. And here's the whole this is they did such a brilliant job of building it up because you knew that there were two things that, from the, the opening scene. Yeah. You knew there was two storylines that were going to eventually connect Collide. and you didn't know how they were, mm-hmm. but you knew there was a love interest and you knew there was a, uh, a passing. Mm-hmm. You knew it just because of the tempo, the language, how they spoke about things were past tense based. So you knew 
at some point in time, this was going, these, these two powerhouses were going to collide. Yeah. They're going to fall in love somewhere. And then something tragic was going to happen. You didn't know what it was, who it was, or when it was. Yeah. And they did such an amazing job of building this whole thing up. Mm-hmm. But I learned so much in that documentary. So most people in deep dive, I did not know this. What I did know is from my, my lack of scuba diving experience. But what I did know is that when you do scuba dive, you can go down very, very deep with tanks. But as you come up, you've got to pressurize your tank, pressurize your tank, pressurize your tank. In the world, like the safety community of the deep dive. Oh, wow. It's incredible. It does not permit or allow scuba divers to be in part of the rescue. Right. Why? Because a scuba diver cannot go up as fast as a free, as a, as fast as a free diver can go up. So the free diving team that helps the, um, free divers, like at the end, there are like positioned, like somebody is at 20 feet, 40 feet, whatever they are there to help because that's when most accidents and like tragedies happen. Most accidents happen within the 10 meters from, from where they are at to the top. Well, and just to be clear, what, what that is, what happens is unlike, unlike scuba diving where you get the bends, your brain, because it runs out of oxygen, yeah. your whole body starts to shut down and goes after your major organs to protect you. It actually shuts your brain off. Yeah. You I don't know what out. it's called, you pass but out. It, it shuts your brain off. Yeah. And so within the top, within the, the last 10, 15 meters the, you're seeing divers constantly, like the whole, the whole show is showing people that get like, it's not the bends. They yeah. shut their brain shut Literally, off. Literally, it's eyes like right back. before the surface and then the divers pull them up. Pull them up by their necks. By their necks to keep the airway open in like a certain way. And then they're literally giving them CPR on the surface in the, because they're they're just like, it's not like the water is in their lungs. Well, it is, but like they're more concerned about their brain because they're just passed out. Like it, they're not they're drowning. Dead. They're it, essentially it, it's dead. It's so wild. But what always, like what really freaks me out and what is so impressive with these divers is that they have trained and they've done this enough to know, okay, I could probably go whatever. They make a goal 50 feet. Okay. But that means they need to know that they can hold their breath for breath for double the time because to get down there is one thing, but then to get back up is another. And I think it's just so crazy to kind of calculate that it's a guess. It really is a guess and it's practice. However, many times you do it like, oh, you know what? I'll have to take this big deep breath to get that way. Like it is beyond insane. Well, all of the work. So after 30 meters, your oh body God. goes into free fall oh, because now you're so de- now you're denser than the water. You just fall. So after 30 meters of you going down, you got to swim down. You got to swim down. But they as call soon it as negative buoyancy, as soon as you hit 30 meters, you're in free fall. Essentially, you're holding onto this rope and you're going down. All of the work, all of the effort is trying to get back up because yeah. now you're working against gravity. But they also have uh there's a, a cord. So they, they follow down like the string yeah, because they have to they, take They like have to know where they are at yeah. all times because just keep in mind, the free diving assistants could never get down to the depths that the free divers can get down to. Yeah. So they don't go down the hundred meters with the free diver. They, they only, they're, on the they way back only up. they're sitting at the surface of the water. They only go down when they can start to see the freediver come back up. Because yeah. keep in mind, at a, at a certain depth, you can't see them anymore. Yeah. They're black. They're in the abyss. Well, they're also they're also timing it. So they're like, okay, they should be, we should be able to see them by at now. At this point. And then when you don't, that's when they start to panic and they dive and they figure out like how to get them. They I'm only, just like. They only have a, ca- they got <gasps> a camera. So 
the whole idea of the sport is whatever the depth is that you state that you're going down to, there is tags that you have to go down. So when you get there, not only do you have to touch that, that depth, but you actually have to pull a flag off. Mm-hmm. So the only visibility that they have once the person enters into the abyss is when they get to the flag yeah. and then they don't see them again until they get out of the abyss. What happens in there? Nobody knows. And so this, scary. what's so scary about that this actually is making me feel nauseous. What's thinking. so scary about this is they talk about the fact that like to Brittany's point, they time it. Okay. So they, they got the flag. We know they got the flag. Now the clock starts. How long should it take before we should see them? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they just never see them again. I know. Like, well, there was one of the the, mo- the best the free most diver in famous the world. female free diver of the world just never came back never up. Came up. And it's like if it can happen to the best, it can literally happen to anybody. And Anyways, we're, it, and, we're, oh. and we're talking depths. We're talking depths that like they get to 100 meters, but we're not talking the ocean's not 100 meters deep at that point. It just keeps going. I always find so when it- they sink you never, ever, ever will find them again. What boggles my mind is that there is an entire group of people in the world who this is exciting for them. Like, I'm like, pardon me. Not me. Like, it, it is one of my, like, big, biggest fears. And, and somebody else is like, yes, this just, like, it excites me. I want to do this. I just, I, I can't put myself in the mindset of somebody who is like, who is that excited to do this and like just dance with death? Like it's so scary. I can't. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. 
Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. It's like the people who oh crawl into like little cave spaces. I, I honestly, I watched one video on TikTok about this guy who does it. And he has like a GoPro, like like an extension yeah. or an extension. An extension, yeah. It is... And the comments always kill me. Like everyone in the comments is like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And they're just so excited. They're like, oh yeah, I just, the one guy is literally digging away in the hole because he, he can't get through. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, are you okay? And those, 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 uh, uh, <gasps> tunnels, they're essentially like little veins yeah. in, in the mountains, crevices. They all get explored. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you're in them, this uh, one of the most famous guys, I just saw this on on Instagram not too long ago or TikTok not too long ago. He died, yeah. unfortunately. Is and, it the one it that was um, this way? Like and he went head. the wrong way. Yeah. yeah he yeah. went the wrong way. And as soon as he went the wrong way, he realized he went the wrong way and couldn't get back. And he was stuck upside, upside down. down. Yeah. And yeah. that's so not sad. good. That's not. No. But you know what? It, we watched a movie. Oh God, was it was it a, J- a Jason Statham movie or whatever. I think it was a Jason Statham movie. Maybe okay. it was a Bourne movie. Where they hung the guy upside down and said, you've got eight minutes to live because your brain will go to your, like the blood will go yeah. to your brain. Eight minutes, you pass out and then you're dead. You're dead. I don't necessarily believe that to be true. And I'll tell you why. Because I just watched. Of, we watched that together. That documentary where did. like they tried to get him out, but he was stuck. And like he literally was like, I'm like, I'm like he's dying. talking to them. Yeah. He's like, guys, like. Yeah, like this is it for me. Like yeah. he, they couldn't get him out. And so he died. But I thought he lasted like hours. A long time. Yeah, and then no sense. I just saw something at uh, an amusement park where one of the rides got stuck upside down. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. let's say there was, let's say there was like 10 coasters on it. Eight of the 10 coasters, people were legit upside down. And two of them, they were just like inconveniently laying down. Oh my God. I honestly like, we need to change the subject. Anyways, great documentary. It is absolutely so engaging. It is scary. Like if you don't like deep dive and like, what's that um, phobia of the ocean? I wouldn't suggest watching you it. Have, you have that phobia. So we did, we did, uh, oh, we were in uh, Turks, Grand, Grand Turks, Kirk, mm-hmm. Turks and Caicos. Grand Turks. Grand Turks. We're in Grand Turks and Grand Turks has the second or third, third largest drop off in, in the world. Yeah. Of the reef. So yeah, like, which you means, swim out which means like. You're, you're swimming along, you, you go out from the shallow end, the shallow end of the ocean, you go in from the beach, you start swimming, you get to like depth of 30 feet, 40 mm-hmm. feet. And that's where we were, uh, and that's, the, that's where that's we're snorkeling. Where we're coral- yeah. And then all of a sudden it drops like 2000 feet. And then it, no, it goes like, it's like a hundred and then it goes to like 2000. So it, it is like, you look at oh my when you're swimming over, you wouldn't even swim over it. I know. When you swim that. over it, it's like you go from tropical reef to black yeah it's so scary and it's like i know that the depth from me to black is 30 feet yeah and i can't see past there and i know because i've watched enough uh shark shows yeah the shark breach starts as, starts well before 30 feet <laughs> and so i'm sitting here thinking at what point in time were are you they- not scared like i was really scared but i did I well i wasn't scared uh for the same reasons that you were scared I thought, I thought to myself, I felt so small. I felt so small and so insignificant. That's why I was. And truth be told, there was a little part of me that thought the second I see something come up, I'm done. They're going to get the, they're going to get to me in 30 feet before I can do anything about it. 
it wasn't I wasn't scared because I was like, oh, we're going to be eaten by a shark. Is that an up? Is that a possibility? Anytime you enter in the ocean? Yes. It was just more the fact that it was so much unknown. It's like the unknown like depth that I'm just like, I can't. There's something in there, something in there that we don't know what it I'm is. Gonna and piss it's just off, like, yeah, I'm going to piss off a lot of flat earthers here. Uh, OK, but they say we've explored more of space than we have of our own ocean. I believe it. I, you do. I do. Believe I it. believe it. I believe it. And you see these things that, that go on with obviously with uh, in the news not too long ago was the Titanic, yeah. obviously. Um, and people are like, well, you know, it's we should raise the Titanic. I'm like, raise a Titanic. It's 12,000 feet deep. I just have to tell you something. 12,000 feet deep. It is eight and a half Empire State Buildings stacked on top of each other just to get to the Titanic. I know. I fell down a conspiracy TikTok rabbit hole last night, specifically about whether or not we went to the moon. And I know that you're going to be all over this, but I don't want to like fully go into that. And it was so funny because it started at first with Bill Nye, the science guy. And it was an old clip of him saying like, like the earth is closed. We, we are not able to go past the earth. Like it's, it's just closed. We're never going to be able to do it. And like, so he was very much a, we didn't go to the moon without saying it. Bill Nye said that? Yeah. But he said like the earth is closed. We're not, we are not able to explore past it. Like it's just with gravity. He has, um, uh, like a mechanical engineering degree. So he, it was like referring to all of the, um, like questionable things that in NASA with like green screens. And anyway, I I went down a, a complete rabbit hole, but then something was said that really, like honestly it might be a very obvious answer but to me i was like huh so somebody said tell me why tell me why it is our sun okay is so fucking hot right in our world but we go up to space and it's freezing like but there are areas closer to the sun that if we were in space you would think it would be hot like what happens from the sun Radiant radiant heat is what happens. But like, so that doesn't stay in space? No. Why? Tell me, explain this. Because I literally was like, it's so true. How come space isn't hot? It's radiant heat. So radiant heat works like it heats up something. Okay. So the earth is hot. Okay. Space is not hot. The earth is hot because space is this like massive cavity of But what if I was in space? And like, you I would, would freeze. You would. that's what you see in the movies. You would freeze because space is cold. Yeah, but you, the sun is there. Because it's got direct light on something. And, uh, and it would something, be on me. Yes, I understand <laughs> that. But but <laughs> it takes time for the light rays to heat things up. Oh, I don't and know. Earth has had, I don't mind. know, uh, oh, hundreds of Fine. billions of years I, to do I it. I knew there would be some sort of scientific answer, but it got me thinking. I was like, that's so true. Like, Why is space like the, always cold like and dark? The moon, would, the moon would be hot. No, they say the moon is freezing. No, the, the other side of the moon is freezing. Mm-mm. But the moon itself would be warm. It'd have to be warm. It's got direct if, sunlight. If we've ever been. But, uh, <laughs> so. I am not getting into this here's, right now. Here, so here's my thing about Bill Nye. Is it Bill Nye or yeah. Bill Nine? Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Bill Nine, the science guy. Eight, seven, six, okay, five. Okay. Anyways, Bill Nye, I was like team Bill. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, he came out and tried to debunk aliens. And he came out and that said- That surprises me. He said aliens don't exist. And I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry, Bill. Everything else you say, I don't- believe. I don't care about you anymore. Yeah, I, There's I, no way, mathematically speaking, that we are the only- Life. 
intelligent life in this entire universe. Unless we are living in the Truman Show. Truman Show. The the Truman Show. Yeah, that's fine. The Trumans. I want to. Okay. Anyway, I had to talk about that, but let's get into. Just so everyone's no everyone knows, I do not believe, and I am sold on the idea. I do not believe that a human being has ever been on Earth. Period. What? I mean, wait. I mean, on the moon. We have never even been. We are artificial. <laughs> we are. We're sentinels. I am AI. We aren't even here. I'm like, are you okay? We have never been on the moon. Okay, and I will say this: I was so anti that conspiracy for so many years. But I would say in the last two years, I have watched and learned like multiple things that are really adding up to like that being more plausible than going. Number one being, why haven't we been back? Like you're telling me with all of the technology, we and the no money longer today, have the technology. Like, okay, that they, makes no sense to me. They people are going to be so pissed. They I, claim I already, they like, claim <laughs> that we had the technology and no, they say it's money. No, we had the technology. And we got rid of the technology because we believed that if someone outside of the United States of America got their hands on the technology, that it would be a problem. So they, they obliterated the technology that existed. This is very similar. In, in Canada, we had an airplane called the Avro Arrow. And the Avro Arrow, I believe there was 12 of them that w- were made, was the most advanced super jet on the planet Earth ever made, period. Okay. And the United States of America, the president of the United States at the time, convinced the, the prime minister of Canada that they were moving away from manned jets and going into what we now know as like AI or autonomous vehicles, and that the future of jets were not going to have an actual pilot in them. And so John Diefenbaker, the prime minister of the time, obliterated that program. But that airplane was by far the best airplane ever built. To that time. Okay. Ever. And they burnt all of the files, how to build it. They took a disassembled all of the parts. And essentially it was like, here's a box of Lego with no instructions. Wow. Good luck. That's like the, uh, the that's what they said. They, that's what they said they did with NASA. The death of the electric car. Same thing. I watched that documentary. It was wild. Anyways. So we should have a whole I thing know. on conspiracy I theories. Know. It's let's do quite a wild. Let's do an episode on conspiracy theories because like that. that's my favorite. I know subject. And you are very, very um, intelligent. You, Ryan, if you know anything about Ryan, once somebody has mentioned some sort of conspiracy theory that has um, at least like something, Impacts. yeah, but like also like some truth that you're like, okay, I I could potentially see and be open to this. He will then spend. The next however many days, like educating himself so that he can be aware and and educated on this topic because he just wants to know all of the possibilities. It's not just conspiracy theories. You have like a really good memory for things. I don't like I'll be like one time I saw this thing, but I do want to say I watched another TikTok and it's this guy basically saying this is a like we want to sue NASA because all of these videos have come out with literally all of the green screen with, screen, yeah. with, with literally screen. there, um, there's like Strings. a video where you can see the guy just like disappear into part of the space station. You can see the harnesses like I'm like, what? And I don't know enough about this to be like, did somebody just make these up and say that they're from NASA or are these like actually videos from NASA? Because I'm like, they can't be they can't be that stupid. 
like with how amazing AI is today and, and design and graphics, you're telling me that's what they went with. Like, really, if you're trying to trick the world, you done not good. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you do believe, if you do believe that man landed on do the moon, you believe? just do yourself a favor do some research. and take a look at the photo of the lander and just ask yourself, do I truly believe that tinfoil can protect these astronauts from the cancerous rays that are in space? Oh, and they were also like, why are, why are these astronauts? Like there was a leak in their, um, in their helmet and they drowned. How do you drown on the moon? Why is there water? And then they're like, is it because they do all of their like no gravity training, training in water? Well, they do. And NASA I know does that. I know that. But then they're saying they drowned when they were out in space. <laughs> like bubbles. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't. What do you mean? There's it's like that. <laughs> that is like that ad or that TikTok right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, like that Jennifer Lawrence yeah. one? What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? But what do you mean? Can we move on? Because this is not the conspiracy episode. But no. I do want to talk about our live discussion that we've never done on the podcast we don't we do are this gonna, we don't we, we don't usually do have um well we always have some sort of like talking points that we're going to go through and we've either we've what? either already had the conversation like just a little bit so that we can then extend it and have a full conversation on the podcast but this is something that we haven't talked about we just want to do it live and you for some reason think that we're going to have an argument and i'm very like i don't know why i feel an argument is coming and I, that's why i'm cautious about this conversation why? live on a podcast what could we be arguing about i just think that you and i probably have differences of opinions okay well let's hear well i don't i'm very interested to and i know i know this to be true because there is there is current tension between you and i loosely around this subject matter Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. <laughs> just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. So, snapshot, last Wednesday... You came to me and you said, hey, the girls want to go to karaoke tonight. I'm going to join them. Now, it's important to know that at that point. I'd like to join them as well. I'd I like said. to join them. It's important to know that you forgot that we had previously two hours earlier made plans. Well. No, you did. No, let's not. But I'm, no. I, it's important that you know, that it, it's important to <laughs> it's set a, that up. It's important that you set it up correctly. Because I didn't forget. I wasn't aware that you wanted to podcast as well. I know we had a, like something that we were doing, but I didn't know we were podcasting. I know that we talked about potentially podcasting. Anyways, continue. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. 
my conversation with you, because one, one thing that we have become very effective at when we are upset is to take that step back, which is the conversation we had last week, to take that step back and recognize what is it that we're experiencing that is actually the problem. You wanting to go out with your girlfriends and have a karaoke night is not a problem for me, but I was resistant as soon as I heard it. Number one, because we had plans, but let's just etch a sketch that and say we didn't have plans and pull that narrative out of this conversation. I didn't want you to go. And the reason I didn't want you to go is because I wanted to spend the night with you. And the reason I wanted to spend the night with you is because the weeks leading up to that, we had not spent a lot of time together. You had a couple of trips planned with your girlfriends, a couple of weekends back to back to back away. I had a weekend. I had a weekend prior to that, that I was away that Monday. I went out the Tuesday. You went out. This was Wednesday. I knew that coming up that we had plans Friday and Saturday. So I knew I wasn't going to see you Friday night or Saturday at all. Cause I was with Cooper and you were with Riley and I could just unfold the whole week and be like, this is the only night that we're going to be together. And I said to you, Rather than being like blah, 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 or angry or talking under my breath, I said, Britt, you're probably not going to like this conversation. You're just shaking like the whole thing. Okay. I said, you're probably not going to like this conversation, which again, not a strong way to start a conversation. If you're in sales, don't ever say you're probably not going to like this. But however, I said that. And then I proceeded to say, I would rather hang out with you tonight than you go out. And it was not good. Are you done? Yes. Okay. Now that's, that's, this is where we're at and we haven't talked about it. So I know that there's tension because I still feel tension about this. Yeah. I mean, at the baseline, like you said, the reason why you didn't want me to go, I agree with, like we hadn't seen each other. So it was, it was that you missed me and I, I understand and I can appreciate that because I was feeling that too. I think a couple things really, really set me off, really turned my tits. <laughs> what did, what did, what did oh, uh, yeah, Jen uh, say? Yeah, we forgot we even said it really dented my dick. Dented my dick. Yeah, this really twisted my tits, I think is what I said. Twisted my tits and dented my dick? Yeah. Um, was the night prior, you had told me, because you forgot, that... No, the night prior, you went for a walk. You were gone the night prior. Sorry. Two nights, the, the that, Monday. I, it doesn't matter. Oh, I went for a... No, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's exercise and health, and I went for a walk, and you go for your stuff in the morning, and I'm with the kids. So that doesn't count. If I'm, sleeping, if I'm yeah. walking, I'm still looking after the kids. Like I'm in still home sleeping. Yeah. and we get up like it's not the same. Oh, you can't, you can't compare when I choose to do my workouts or my health with you, like with actually not being home. That's not fair because I don't do that to you. So like, let's remove that. Well, you don't do that to me because I wake up at five 30 in the morning and do my thing. And before you couldn't you wake do up. that if I wasn't home. So what I'm saying is I, I have to be here if that wants, if, if you want to do that. If you want to get up and go to the gym, I have to be home, correct? Do you want to flip it so that I can work out at night? No, I'm just letting okay, you I'm just know. Checking. I'm just checking because I would love that. The whole idea is that I need to be on board with your schedule and I don't make a sh like a fuss out about it because that's when you're going and I'm home. And so sleeping, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Are you kidding, no, kidding. right go now? Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So anyways, remove, remove the walk. So you tell me two, two hours that, oh yeah um josh wants to go golfing i'm like okay and then we get busy and then i text you and i'm like are you going and you're like i'd like to and i said okay so you go golfing and what pissed me off is that i had nothing like no problem you can go and 
because for me, you don't actually go out a lot that I was like, you know what? Like Ryan needs this. It's great. And I feel like I was being penalized because I do have more of a social life. And the reaction and my reaction was in defense because what you started with was, like you said, not a good thing to say. And I had come downstairs after we had that little blow up. And I said, when you said to me, you're not going to like this, I'm immediately going to put my back up. That is exactly when someone says to you, no offense, but so had you had said, right, babe, honestly, I'd love if we could just hang out tonight. Like if, if that's something that we can do, like I thought that we could do this, this and this, I would have been like, you know what? Yeah. Like, and you would have been like, I'm not going to see you here. We've been away. And if you would have met me at like, like empathy and like kindness instead of judgment, I would, that we wouldn't even had that conversation. And then I came downstairs and was like, you know, that that's not something powerful to set up the sentence. And then you were like, I fucking do this for a living. I know not to say that. And I was like, well, you clearly aren't fucking preaching or practicing what you preach. Like I was so angry because it was a double standard. I gave you the same courtesy two nights prior. And then you also threw in my work trip as like, oh, you've been going out. I went to Montreal for work. You went to Vegas for work. And then I had two separate trips. The one was planned three months ago. It just happened to be in the time where we were away a lot. That's not fair. All I was saying was you were gone for four days. Then you came back. You were gone that Friday evening. The following week, you were gone Friday and Saturday. The following week, you were gone Friday, Saturday, and came Babe, back late Sunday. And you were gone. And now this was... And now this and you was, were gone in between there. And then you were gone Tuesday night, and then you wanted to go out Wednesday night. I wasn't so, gone Tuesday. I went for a walk. Well, you were gone. So when I finished work, I took the kids. You went for a walk. By the time you came back, the kids were going to bed. The night was over. All I'm getting at was... I also was, had the busiest Tuesday. I was running around, literally driving everywhere. All I'm getting at was, and this is what I was saying to you, and just to be very clear, I am not the type of person... And this, I'm going to hate the, I hate this word, but I'm going to use it. I'm not a little bitch. I'm not the type of person to be like, wah, 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 why me? Miss me. I love you. Like, hold me, hug me. I'm not like that. So when I'm feeling that way and I'm feeling the disconnection between you and I, and I take it upon myself to be like, I'm going to expose something that I'm not even really proud of, but it is how I'm feeling. I apologize that I used the wrong opening sentence. For well, it, it just where set you up well, the hold whole on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. When you talk about empathy, had I had I presented empathy, you would have responded differently. Had you been empathetic to what I was saying, which is I miss you and I want to hang out with that's you. That's not what you said, though. That's exactly what I you said. said. You're not going to like this, but you go out a lot. No, I didn't say yeah, that at okay. all. I said, Britt, I miss you and I want to hang out with you tonight. Is what no, I said to you. Because why? It's exactly would, what I no, said to you, not, and you Ryan. immediately went after me about Monday golf. Why and I'm would like, you say? And I'm like, whoa, because I I came at you. That's not right. That's exactly what it is. Why would you say verbatim. you're not gonna like this? You're not gonna but like I want to hang out with you. But why? I, that makes no sense. Because I said I don't want you to go out tonight. Okay, I want to hang okay, out with you. Okay, you're saying that's exactly what I said. Brittany, what I'm saying is this. You talk about empathy. This podcast is so annoying. Everyone's going to be like, no, why but are it's we perfect. listening to them? It's perfect. And I'll tell you why it's perfect. Because this is, a, this is something that couples either have too little of or too much of. And that is time away from each other. I don't have the social life that you have. I work a lot. And when I'm finished work, I choose, I choose, it's a choice to spend my time with the kids and with you. 
you work a lot and you spend a lot of time with us and the kids and you have a much greater social life. And that's something that is very important to me. Our you neighborhood. You have told me you don't like you don't need to do that. And I'm like, that's totally fine. I do. And I you're know. right. You do, you respect that. But it was how you positioned it. And Rye, like, I'm sorry if you would have been like, you're not going to like this, but I want to hang out with you. I'd be like, why wouldn't I like that? But it was you're not going to like this. You go out too much. I just want to hang out. Never with said you. that to you. There would be no I never said reason. That to you. Okay. I, you're not going to like this, but I don't want you to go out. All you could have said was, right. Or all you could have said was Brit. I want to hang out with you tonight. You talk about meeting you with empathy. Don't set me up to be in a defensive position. I, I get it now. I totally get now, it. But then you threw that back in my face when I, I mentioned totally it to get you. It, but what I'm getting at is rather than recognizing sorry, what I, I said, words. that's what you do to rather me. than recognizing what I said, <laughs> you, you took the position in which I said it. We separated ourselves because I'm like, I'm not having this conversation with you. I just expose the fact that I, I miss you and where I to spend time with you. And you throw it back in my face. Like, I'm done. Go have fun. Enjoy your karaoke. Oh, by the ba, way, ba, I didn't go. on a prayer. Go fuck yourself. That's what I was feeling. So I went downstairs. And about 10 minutes later, you that came downstairs. That was so uncalled for. No, that's what I'm saying. That's how I was thinking okay. in my head. I'm not thinking it now. Okay. That's what I was thinking in my head at the time. So I came downstairs. I went back to work. And in, and in that 10 minute period of time, you chose to sit with what I said to you rather than what I was saying to you. And then you came downstairs and rather than saying, right, because I'll put it back in your face rather than coming back and saying, hey, right, like, I understand that we want to spend time together. I can appreciate that I've been gone for a while. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe we can do this or this or this. You could have done that. Instead, you were like, you suck at communicating. You brought this up and you had that, 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 that. And I'm like, whoa, hold on, Miss Nelly. I just think it's ridiculous that you're expecting me to come back with you at, like if you're giving me energy i'm gonna match that energy and it sucks it's it's toxic but if i i have to do better at like de-escalating my emotions but most people will match the energy that you give and i'm like twofold so if you're giving me attitude about something like your initial statement you're not gonna like this i will you're give, goddamn right i'm not gonna <laughs> like it and either are you i am going to That's give you, you that are. same energy back to you so you can't expect me to come to come to you with empathy. You're like, well, you should see that I want to miss you. Then just come with me and say, Britt, I miss you. Like, we don't need the other bullshit. If that's what you're feeling and you're like, well, I don't want to expose it. I love that. Hey, babe, I miss you. Can we do something tonight? For sure. And what the fuck did I do last week? So I could say that I missed you too. I got a babysitter. I planned a it's date brilliant. night. Yeah. It's and brilliant. I did that. And, and I've I had this conversation with you that you don't do that. You just expect me to do that. Correct? Well, we you, we need a date night. The, we need to do party stuff. Planner with no, the this life. is your like, I'm going to be sarcastic. Then I would say, I do that because I'm I planning that. So you should do those things. Fine. I will. Don't, don't expect me to come at you with empathy. If you're coming at me and already putting me in a defensive position, all you could have said was, I honestly be like, I'd love to just hang out with you and I tonight. Okay. There are the facts. That's it. There's your emotions. There's the facts. I would have been like, got it. But instead, you were positioning up for a fight because you felt threatened. You felt you didn't want to be weak, whatever. Anyways, you knew that that wasn't going to end. Okay, a conversation. And I recognized that, the, that, that what my request was about to be was something that you, because you'd stated you wanted to do this. And my request was going to be that you don't do that and then have a conversation about why, why you don't. So I had to position it in a way of like, 
I'm not trying to have a fight with yeah, you. Yeah, but here. don't do that. That's not like. Well, I won't. I won't. Don't. Moving forward, I'm just going to say what I want to say. Yes. Hey. And you're going to like it or not. <laughs> All you would have had to have said was be honestly like, is it okay that you and I hang out instead? Like, you don't, you don't have to say, I don't want you to go. You're not going to like this, but I don't want you to go. Like, I it just, it. I it will wasn't never good. make that mistake again. And Trust can me. I I'm also, just going to tell you. Can no. I also request when I come downstairs and I say, Hey, you positioned me in a place where I felt very defensive. This is literally what you teach. You used to do sales training. You used to do that. Never set up the conversation in a way. Don't throw that back in my face and gaslight me because I was literally like, this is what you say. I know that's what I do. I do this for a living. I fucking know that it's not great. And then I was like, okay. And then I left. Cause I'm like, Bye, you because you knew that I was right, but you didn't know what to say. You're just like, fuck you. I'm going to mock you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because I knew you were right. <laughs> and let's be clear. Let's be clear. You knew that I knew you were right. You didn't okay. need to say it to me. Yes, I did. You didn't need to. Yes, I did. You could have had a conversation with me and we could have fixed the actual problem no, as opposed I to, to say making to you. Just the don't words gaslight that I said me when I come to you and I problem. say, this, is, this was an issue for Anyways, me. Anyways, if reaction. you and you, are, you and your partner are having this conversation, <laughs> and I have a feeling that we're not alone here, there, there is an opportunity for you guys to discuss what is too much and what is not enough. Because you and your partner need to have a life outside of your family. You need to Absolutely. have a life outside of your partnership. Otherwise, at some point in time, something could happen and you're just sitting there by yourself. And that's a bad feeling. That's where the that's where I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. This is where the midlife crisis comes into play. You need a social life. I am adamantly all for you having a social life. But at some point in time, if I'm missing you, totally, then you also need family life. And for me, I would say that family life versus social life Family is a higher, I'm not saying this isn't a priority for you. Okay, good. It's a higher priority is in terms of time where yours might be a nice little balance. I don't have that balance and I don't need that balance. And so when I see you so far on the other side, I'm like, I can't help but think, does she not want to hang out with us? Yeah, no, that's fair. And, and I think that for me, it's just, it's hard because I find that I'm more understanding with like, yes, you're working, but you have a lot of late night, like you'll go golfing at, at night and it's with a client. Clients. Oh, you have, it doesn't matter. You have a late night meeting, whatever Clients. it is. It is, but it's also friendships. It doesn't matter. You're still taking time away. You're not home. So I'm like, okay, Ryan went out three nights last week and I accommodated and I figured it out. I'm going to go and, and go out for a walk or I had whatever it is. I'm just three saying, nights last week. babe, there has been nights where you're like, shit, I forgot I had this late night meeting. I have to go here. Oh, fuck. I forgot that. I. It happens all the time. And I am really, really good at being like, okay, no worries. I will. I'll figure it out. Like, when have I ever? May I just say this? You're absolutely right. You are 100 percent right. We're going to wrap this podcast up in a minute. You are 100 percent right. I am very appreciative of of those things that you do. However, I will say this. I don't think that you would be as understanding of this if all of those times I went out were not for work. But, but right. They were directly impacting our family's financial situation. So it's easy to say, yeah, Ryan's gone for work. If my social life, if that was me just hanging out with my friends, I think you would have a problem with it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like you, I have said this to you so many times, babe, why don't you go see if this person wants to have a beverage? Why don't you go hang out with this? Do you want me to literally book a uh, indoor golfing for you, this person that like, I have been so you are like your biggest cheerleader of being like, 
you need to get out more. You work a lot. You are stressed out. You need a reprieve. I can be that person, but you also need like somebody else as well. Like you deserve to get out of the house and we can't always get a sitter. So that was, I'm always advocating for you to go out and had you had gone out four days, three, whatever. And it was all social. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? But if it's a balance and I'm always encouraging you to go out, I wouldn't have a problem because I am the person who is like, go. And I think part of it is like, because I really do like appreciate the friendships in my life. I love the women, my my close knit friends. I love them and they are very important to me. And I will make sure that we have times that I get to see them and we're we're doing that in our lives. And I and I do think it's important, like you said, for both people to have a space outside of being a parent, outside of your job. And you right now are in a in a chapter where you're not prioritizing that because you have so much going on. All I'm saying is that I think that I wouldn't have had, I don't think I'd have a problem with it because I'm constantly encouraging you to well, go if, out. I, I would say this, if I went out and it's not if every I went, week, if, if I went out as much as you go out with my schedule, cause I can't do it during the day, right? You do have the, you do have the ability to meet your friends for coffee and stuff during the day or do your nails during the day or whatever during the day. I don't, if I went out and saw my friends, I'm also watching the children I, I and working if at the I same went time. Out, if I went out as often as you go out and I hung out with my friends as often as you hung out with your friends, we wouldn't see each other. If you went we out, wouldn't. but, but this is not true because we went back and we used to do this every other Thursday thing, every where, other Thursday, which was brilliant. Awesome. And I would love to go back to that. And, and like, I think that you should do that as well. Then you're going to struggle. How? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every other Thursday, Friday. You're so full of shit. I do not go out that much. Like, hey guys, I know it's been a long time since I saw you, but now I only get every other Thursday. And you're, as you're forgetting to every other day. also that like I'm I'm doing my job and I'm being a mom at the same time. I don't forget it at all. Well, maybe I need extra social time because I'm so stressed out and I'm fucking twitching for three weeks. Ever thought of that? No. Anyways, I we gotta go. I haven't. To sum it up, make sure you have a life separate from your spouse but and your family. Too much but of not a life. <laughs> Later. Bye. Hey everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the Therapy Group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 